Oh my god, my hair is my hair is lopsided today, but who cares? Uh, I'm Kyle. I'm the host of this show. You know, you're watching me um, on the buttons today. We can't see him, but you've got producer Scott Perman in the building. Hello. Hello there. This is your first time. Well, my first time getting to uh, produce on the show. Thank you so much for having me. That's all right. I I'm not gonna lie, we didn't really have a choice, but like you, <laughs> but um, it's good that you're here. Um, where, where's the Where's the other one today? The main The main teacher. Uh, Arslan, our uh, resident um, Kazakh, he. <laughs> Uh, he uh, he's away. He's doing. Ah. He's doing. I don't know. Maybe it's a national holiday for those guys. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like bless them. Who knows what they do over there? But all right, cool. And on on the hot seat today, we've got. It's it's a Christmas special for so far. I bring someone else back who you've met before, Mr. Mark Nicholas. Hello. Hello. How Why are you? is your mic the other way? Your mic's. <laughs> I don't know, but I, I was just giving the mic. I didn't want to. <laughs> play around with it because i might break it i don't know how these modern studios work it could, it could be a backward mic that <laughs> you, I you've, been, you've done this before you know I how know. this works I, yeah but i don't know you might have modernized it since then <laughs> i don't know yeah because i have so much to do with this studio Not this you is, uh, personally okay. i just think i don't know maybe the studios had a revamp where they have backward mics i don't know how it works backward mic what kind of a studio would have a backwards microphone what what a 1970s of... studio i don't know what <laughs> okay does that that was a bit of a joke That's is that actually, okay is that genuinely a thing no okay cool just, okay we're just, I was we're, just riffing. We're, we're in okay we're riffing we're, we're into the crap talking already fantastic all right yeah. so how's your week been mark come on it's been very good it's been very good um i did beat the blackout on... oh did you beat the blackout though got to four minutes oh did a joke about ricky gervais and was gogged off so oh. i guess i've been cancelled oh. so uh how many gong shows is that now Oh God! Uh, at least about seven or eight. Mm. I and uh, my success rate is uh, about half. Okay, it's not bad actually. Do you think that doing those gong shows has helped you with your material? Yeah, it's definitely uh, helped sharpen it a bit, okay. and um, you know, know what to do in that moment where maybe things aren't going so well. But what was weird about this gig? I had most of the audience on side, but what they, that side? <laughs> no no most of the audience in the crowd were actually really loving my stuff i got like applause breaks but there was just the people holding the cards that were complete assholes what but, were, okay what were uh, so what were they what kind of people were they holding the cards i don't know because they they, they seemed to be a young couple and um there was a, a person out back that worked in creative design okay and then there was a rich white guy um to the left basically ricky's kind of audience yeah basically yeah, yeah. fair enough right. scott have you done any gong shows i have done a gong show yeah um i did the one here uh not so long ago at Vauxhall. Uh, and oh, ding I, got, dong. Uh, ding dong. I got uh 12 seconds you got 12, oh, oh. Um, I, got, I got i got about just just over a minute but yeah it's, it's a tough one this one <laughs> the, the ding dong one where did it go wrong for you um i was i came in from the sound booth so i put my name in the bucket but i didn't realize how much i was going to be working the tech controls so they'd already heard me on like the kind of voice of god thing doing the <laughs> one dog two dog <laughs> and uh, the sound effects and whatnot so when i came on from the bucket it was uh, i was kind of you know they, they looked at me and they were like oh fuck this guy <laughs> 
But, like, so you now know what it feels like to come on to be well, just being universally hated. Right? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's not, it's not a complete new feeling for me. Oh, <laughs> bless you. When was the first time you experienced that feeling, Scott? <laughs> oh, early childhood. Early childhood. I think that. Have you charged for this therapy session? Oh. <laughs> no, I'm paying them for this. <laughs> <laughs> You're paying them to give them therapy. Yeah, that's how that, it works. That's how it works with me. I mean, I don't want to get paid for anything. No. I just want to give. And give and, and give. give. You are selfless. That's the I am. Carl Selfless Wolf. That's yeah. your full name. That is yeah. like you yeah. 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 I've run out of things to say on that topic if you had guessed already. What do you mean good? Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm feeling really bitchy mood. So, really? Uh, yeah. It's it's good because, uh, well, this is a, you may not notice, Scott, because, I mean, he kind of forgot who it was, even though I kind of, I prepped him weeks and weeks ago and yesterday. Uh, this, is a, this is one of the first Christmas specials. So we're going to be talking a little bit about Christmas. You said about Christmas, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. you got to ask those questions. St- standard yeah. white guy over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where are you from? Sorry. I'm from Darlington in the northeast. Ah, that explains yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. It explains, <laughs> explains what? The accent. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> not, not, not what the general what, Why he was cogged off after 12 seconds? Oh. Well, you just insulted <laughs> Darlington now. No, I'm like, well, they are funnier. People, generally speaking, people are funnier up north, aren't they? I think we just have to, yeah, deal with the the grimness of reality. So we try and, uh, yeah, bring some levity to it. Ah, oh, I love northern comics. They're yeah, like, they're, they're all, great. Yeah, favourite. They are brilliant. They are great, and your water's better as well. Yeah, that's right. There's less chemicals, less estrogen in there. Harrogate water. That's that's where I'm, that's where I'm from. Ah, the sweet. local nice. spring. Shout out Harrogate Water. Shout out to them. Sponsored uh, by Harrogate Water. I wish. I do you know what we just, do you know what we, we can't keep, we can't keep talking about companies right and saying shout out to them because we're just literally giving them free, free advertising. advertising. Yeah. So let's just slag them off instead. Yeah. Fuck Harrogate Water. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah. So Christmas. All right. Um, yeah. Let's let's. Uh, it's it's an interesting. It's a great time. It's a lot. It's it's a wonderful time of year, isn't it? Well, for uh, most, some people would say it's the most wonderful time of the year. Yes, mm. where 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 Carol is singing and blah blah, blah however that song goes. Like, yeah. I I I had a really sickening moment recently where I walked into the Coca Cola and Mariah Carey was playing, and I was like, it's not even no, December. It's, it's starting earlier. Oh. I don't know why. No, first oh. of December is when I start celebrating it. Okay. So maybe that's the excuses why I'm not wearing a Christmas jumper, because technically we're filming this not in December. So shut up, man. <laughs> they don't know this. Oh my god, do they think it's filmed on the actual day? It's really July. <laughs> don't twenty twenty. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, so what's your favourite and least favourite Christmas songs, both of you? We'll start with Mark because yeah, we'll start with Mark. I'll go to you. Oh, I think uh, best one is Fairy Tale New York classic. Um, worst one can't say that anymore, can we? <laughs> can't say anything anymore. Um, <laughs> do you know who wrote that song, Ricky Gervais? No. Um, why? Uh, why is that your favourite? I'm, I don't know. It's, it's. You know what it is? It's like. Because it was my dad's favourite, so I think it's kind of sentimental. Okay. Um, there's a sentimental reason behind it, and mm. we play it every year, family, and it's just, yeah. And then he got me the Pogue's greatest hits as a Christmas present as a joke, and I ended up really liking it. I was like, the Pogue's are wicked. I love these guys. Well, of course you are. It's the greatest hits. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, no, but like, do you know what I mean? He was thinking, oh, I won't like Hive's folk, how wrong he was. I loved yeah. it. Um, well, was your dad a bit of a dick, to be honest? <laughs> just a tad. Just a just tad. A, just a little bit of a dick. Okay. Didn't like the Irish, didn't like that guy, won't even go there. <laughs> No, God, he's dead. You can talk about it. Yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks for bringing up my dead dad. This oh, you brought up your no, you brought up your dead dad. I'm sorry, you brought up your dead this dad. Does feel like a therapy session. This, no, I'm sorry, you brought up your dead dad and his shit giving, gift giving, and as well his intended shit gift giving, but actually was good gift giving. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. But so, not intentionally. The intention was to hurt you. Yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. The inten- <laughs> thanks, thanks for delving into my psyche. My dad had every intention to hurt me as a child. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> 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 Which kind of fits with the song, to be honest with you. I it mean, a- it really does. It's a bleak song. That's why I think I like it. No, I do. I think it's a more of a re- one of the very few real Christmas songs. Like you know, that shit does happen at Christmas, and people fall out, and yeah. It's the reality of it. That's why I like it. I think it makes it feel real. So, yeah. Mm. I, um, I love... Do you know what I really hate? Because I used to love... I mean, this is now kind of the worst Christmas song for me, but I used to yeah. love it because it was just such a fun song. But now, with everything that's come out, you can't like it. It's just disgusting. Rock and Roll Christmas by Gary Glitter. Oh, I haven't even heard it. Well, do, you know do you know what? Even before Gary Glitter, it was announced he was, I never listened to one song of I mean, his. I did, not because I didn't like it, just because I never got around to listening. He wasn't really our era, really, was no, he? No, he wasn't, but it was on like this best, oh, very yeah. best Christmas album in the world ever thing. And it was, and it, it, it was technically a good song, but it's kind of been ruined. Yeah, it has. Just a little bit. It's like, I used to like listen to Rolf Harris. Like, yeah, so, uh, now I can't. Hey, yeah. man, the quarter congratulations is still a banger. Part listen to it now. It is. Yeah, it's true. Oh, dear. Two little boys and all that kind of stuff. Oh, you, you, <laughs> yeah, I know. Kind of yeah. a bit. Oh, that took well, a turn, we, didn't it? That took it into, we've talked about dead parents and paedophiles. I mean, this is, is this a Carl Wolf podcast? Uh, I believe it very much is. <laughs> I believe it very much is. So, worst Christmas song. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I think my favourite one would have to cut, would have to be either Step Into Christmas. Well, oh, Step Into, step into Christmas or um, uh, Andy Williams, The Most Wonderful Time of the Year. Oh, that's their strong choice. Oh, it's it's a great. It's, it's brilliant. Yeah. What's, so, what's your favorite for Christmas song, Scott? Um, that that was a a great one. I didn't even think about that one. Which one? What, the, what did you say? That Andy Williams one. How does? Um, it's the, the most, most wonderful, wonderful time of the year. I think that's probably the most tolerable. Tolerable. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a Christmas song fan, then. Um, no, not a Christmas song fan, really. And or or Wham. I'll get behind. Yeah. The last Christmas. I, wham. Okay, I'll, I'll get behind yeah. some Wham. Yeah. I, do you know what? I do I do like that song. I do. It, it's just it, it was just Whamageddon, so, that's what they call it. Whamageddon. It? <laughs> uh, yeah, oh god, yeah. Whamageddon. You got where well, you got to survive. Yeah. I've I'm looking forward to failing that miserably. <laughs> What's your least favourite one then if you hate them? Oh yeah, it's got to be the Mariah Carey. Oh that's the I'd, one I think I'm with you on that. You start hearing it in November, as you were saying. And yeah. it just it's that real reminder of like, oh fuck. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah, I'm with you on that 100. percent That is my least favorite. 
I had to do a job. I know this. I'm interjecting here. And no, you're not. Right. Right. You're in your part of the family, I, Scott. I, I, had to, uh, I had to do a job for Zoella. Do you remember her? The oh, Christmas. Ca- what was it? The, um, the calendar. And it was her Christmas calendar oh, press God. day thing. And it was in July. It was in July. We were doing it. And it was in like a shopping center. They were filming the whole thing. And fake snow and snow globes and like a big mock-up of the advent calendar. And it, it was awful. But yeah. yeah, but then to know that she got so much heat from it yeah because wasn't it wasn't the whole drama she was selling these advent calendars like 50, for like 50 quid. quid and it was what? just like you got a pencil and you got a um a, a little sharpener or, well like yeah. a gold pencil or like, no 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 it was like, no it was um a just a little like a little small. ornament yeah i think they were rebranded ikea pencils <laughs> oh fuck. oh shit is well, this just an exclusive i think so i think oh it was just a sticker over the top and oh. peeled it back oh, oh my god, god. she like Apparently, allegedly. So allegedly, yeah, filled, there we go. Allegedly. He just filled an advent calendar with WH Smith, basically. <laughs> Jesus, that's oh, awful. Like she, but, like, that is just the cynicism of Christmas, though. The fact that they're doing something like that in the middle of summer. Mm-hmm. So, did they, yeah. So, how does that relate to Mariah Carey? Sorry. Um, they were playing it on repeat. Oh, my God. For the God. two days I was there. Oh, and I, I was I was forever um just herding artificial snow into this like <laughs> kind of crystal maze ball like kind of you know, dome number. Oh, that, that was my gig. Oh no. And I wasn't Oof. allowed to make eye contact with Zoella. What the fuck? When she came on set. No, I'm sorry, what? No, the helpers no. weren't allowed to make eye contact. The help. The help. You were the help. I was the I was a help. <laughs> There's a film about that, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think Scott kind of qualifies for that but, film. For that film, but, no. Like, <laughs> But holy shit! So was that her decision or was that her man? Well, I think you know, uh, her, ma- her like managing team had like made it known to our agency, like yeah, yeah. So she's gonna be on set today, so just make sure like you know n- no eye contact and no look eye contact. Wow. Enters the room. What is it like if you look into her, if you look into her eyes and you become a fan or some shit like that? <laughs> so or you instantly turn to stone. Instantly. <laughs> She's what? She's a weeping angel or something. Okay. He can't Allegedly, so I, I personally love you, okay? This is... No, no. no. <laughs> but uh, she did get a lot of heat for that, to be honest. She did get a lot of heat for that. Like, I remember um, a lot of YouTubers came out and just said, what is this? They did Because they did a lot of unboxing of the Christmas calendar. And it... Which is, which is bad luck as well, actually, isn't it? What? It's, it's bad luck if you were to, like, open every door before the day. Oh no, they yeah. um, but they do it like one day. They do it like one day oh, for um, one video. Yeah, yeah but I'm but... just saying it's bad. It's bad luck. That's bad. That's bad calendar etiquette. <laughs> Very bad calendar etiquette. Ah, oh, I've do not you... had a Christmas calendar in years. Do you guys have siblings? Yeah. Yeah. Did you did you like end up eating some of your, your yep your doors? Of course, yeah. The doors oh, yeah. that weren't yours. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I I ate like my brother's entire advent calendar one year. Was and that Lee Ryan or is that Lee? Oh, his uh, twin, twin brother, by the way. Twin brother. So no, what my mum did, she got him a new one and ate the amount that he'd eaten, so he wouldn't have sussed the thing. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah. That's it. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Um, yeah, but they, well, it's kind of one of those things where, like, once they stop, once once they're gone, they're gone, isn't it? Like, yeah. Once people stop giving them to you, it's a bit sad to buy yourself a Christmas calendar now, isn't it? At the... uh, yeah, but I still buy myself Easter eggs. Do you? Yeah. Wow. Just the chocolate. <laughs> it's nice chocolate. 
Ah, I mean, right. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. Okay, I know this is about Christmas, but like, they've gotten so fucking small. The Easter eggs. Have, I mean, I agree. With yeah, you that. yeah, yeah. But like, it's still nice. I mean, it's a nice gesture, I suppose. All right. To buy an Easter egg for yourself, yeah, it's great. <laughs> You buy Easter eggs after the day. Yes, I do. Yes, you know yeah, what? Yeah, this, is, this is what I did last year. I, I I bought it after the day, so you could get like Thornton's Easter egg for like a quid or something. It was amazing. That is the move, man. That is the move. See, that's acceptable. Buying yourself Easter eggs after the fact—that's great. But like <laughs> yeah. buying them in at, yeah, in like at full price, yeah, for like ten quid or something. Yeah. No, nope. hiding them from yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> giving yourself little clues. <laughs> to be fair. With our, with our collective memories, we would forget where I mean, they were. I mean, to be honest, but... if we would, yeah, we'd be screwed. With autism and ADHD, we'd yeah. be terrible Easter egg hunters. Oh, oh my God. But back to the... Back co- to Christmas. Back, back to the right Hallmark <laughs> holiday that we were talking about. Yes. Um, what has been... What's your your best and worst Christmas experience? Um, My best Christmas experience was... No, my worst Christmas experience. Oh, this uh, is good. This well, is going to be it, good. Well, I mean, to be fair, do you remember the... Oh, I'm not sure if you might be... Do you remember the... I'm Douglas, only a year younger I'm than you. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> do you remember the Douglas Furs they used to sell in Harrods? Like in the singing, Harrods? The singing... In, ha- in Harrods? Oh, my dad used to shop in Harrods, yeah. Oh, I'm so... I'm lardy <laughs> No, not lardy He was in debt all his life, so... <laughs> probably because he shopped in Harrods. And, <laughs> but no, he had a singing Christmas tree called Douglas Fur, and it would be one of those where you clap it and it starts singing, or it's a motion sensor, so you yeah. look past it, and it's just every day every day so it wasn't really worst christmas it was the most irritating christmas so then next bonfire night what we did we strapped douglas fir to fireworks and set him off (laughs) (laughs) just because we were that irritated by him but yeah so it wasn't really a worst it was just a really annoying christmas Mm. but yeah what made it so annoying well, because I mean, other than Douglas fur, was it? Oh. It was just my dad would buy the most tacky stuff, like um, elf hats and like I don't know reindeer ears. He, he, he would, just, he just went over the top one year, and it was just too much. It was, it was just like, really, Dad, really, thanks. <laughs> but yeah, Aww. yeah, family, huh? family. Yeah, my dad spoiled me in Christmas. Screw him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just thought it was just really over the top, and yeah. I think my worst. Christmas. I think I don't know if this is the worst Christmas experience, but I think my worst behaviour at Christmas would have been when I was like twenty one or twenty two. Right. And you know, you get the board games out, and right, and you, we played frustration one year. Have you have you both played the game? For, okay, so it's frustrating, right? It's it's in the name, and um, I lose the game at twenty two years old. I throw my pe- I throw my pieces, go to my room, and no, <laughs> and don't come out until the next day. Christ. <laughs> That's a bit of an overreaction. Uh, yeah, it was a bit of an overreaction, Mark. It was a bit of an overreaction. <laughs> I can see, and I can see that now. However, at the time, I felt like I was completely justified because I felt like people were cheating, and I should have won. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Got real insight to who you really are. Oh, Twenty-two year old me was a trip. <laughs> You're gonna hate my Christmas present I got. You. It's actually frustration. <laughs> I do like I love the game as well. But <laughs> it just brings out the worst in you, so 
it brings out the worst in everyone. It's called frustration. <laughs> yeah, it's true. If it didn't, then it wouldn't do what it's and the, and the, the thing is, I used to be the king of that game in my family. I used to just like be the one to get everyone out. And at that Christmas, for whatever reason, I'd lost the mojo and I've not played it since. Yep. Uh, yeah, I get that. I can see why. <laughs> can you? Yeah, I can really see why. Probably <laughs> your family hid the game from you just ah, because, yeah. Yeah. That, that, I bet maybe. they still play it secretly without you there. That wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. You know, that that really would not surprise me. Yeah. But, uh, Scott, what's your worst Christmas memory? <laughs> oh, and we might be going back down therapy road. Oh, hey. no. I figured it. Look. Oh, my hey. God. Hey. Yes, look up here. He's got a coat on, and it's <laughs> oh bless. Yes, he he's, he's not cold. wearing a Christmas jumper, Carl. No, but he to be honest, I didn't prep Scott because Scott didn't know he was meant to be doing this <laughs> true. until literally about twenty, about five minutes before. Well, five minutes after Mooch got here, which um yeah. So, what's your worst Christmas memory, Scott? Um, my mum and dad tried to like because uh, they separated when we were quite young. I told you it's therapy time, oh. um, and uh, they tried to kind of do the Christmas thing where they'd come and like be there for the kids and whatnot, you know. Oh. But it always kind of ended in a bit of a my mum would drink too much, and then it would like you know fucking turn nightmarish oh um yeah yeah a couple of them a couple of those bad ones too much wine and my mum like you know i'm out of here and uh, and, and bailing <laughs> not so much comedy in that but no, um tragedy no. yeah um Tra- tragedy yeah. first time yeah equals it, tragedy yeah <laughs> possibly um <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that. I mean, there was a time I was trying to um, uh, get things on track again with my my ex-wife, and uh, and she was at some business party with uh, work colleagues, and then like these German terrorists took over the tower building that we were oh in, gosh. and it turned out to be a whole thing. <laughs> or, or that might be Die Hard. I can't it remember. It might be. I was so, <laughs> I was almost with you. Oh, do you at know that what? Point. I got drawn I thought, in. I got I drawn like, in for a moment. I was like, wow. German t- I think I may have heard this one before. <laughs> but Sounds very familiar. familiar but <laughs> on a, about 40%. This how this is how this is how I've got like maximum like um, a B in drama and C's and D's and S and everything else. I nearly believed you. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was. That was so convincing. It was less traumatic than the 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 real stuff that went on with her, yeah, her mum and whatnot. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh bless you. But I think I, I don't know, like pretending to be Bruce Willis. Yeah, as a as a as we'll see. Ask Kevin Smith. Anyway, um, <laughs> so best Christmas memories. Oh, uh, it's quite a That's lot. Nice. No, I've got I've got a really good one. So one year, so my nan. How'd you get that cut? By the way, sorry. <laughs> Oh, that that was my. <laughs> this is my job. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. all right, moving on. Yeah, yeah, cannot talk about my job on here. Um, he works uh, in the kennels. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I'm a qualified goth, so I just yeah. help out all the time. I'm trying that. You can cut that out if you need to. I don't cut need that to. out. That's not. Do you want me to bit. cut that out? Well, it's not the best turn of phrase, is it? Cut that. Yeah. Right. Moving on. But anyway, you want, would you like me to edit it out? <laughs> I don't care. Okay, cool. <laughs> staying in. It's staying in. Yeah. My self-harming jokes are staying in. This is definitely a therapy session. It's Christmas. Yeah. Yay. Uh, best family, uh, best family Christmas. So my nan was not aware how an iPod worked. <laughs> 
and uh we played this game called ipod nan so what we would do we would plug the headphones she, she would volunteer to do it she was well up for this and she uh put her headphones in and my cousins would play songs and she'd have to sing along to the songs oh my god and then, and then they put up nirvana and so she's starting going ah, 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 and just my dad just <laughs> brilliant just all these rock and metal songs it was just insane and rap songs as well it was that was a particularly strong memory how long me. ago was that god um that was the year we went to Cornwall for Christmas. Still don't uh, know what year it was. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm trying to remember. This. I'm, I'm, I, it's, it's called an outer monologue. Okay. <laughs> uh, it, it that's happened. just called talking. <laughs> that's just called talking. It's not. There's no such thing as an outer monologue. Yeah, well, there is in the autism world. Okay. Uh, um, no, about 13 years ago that was, but because yeah, she passed away when I was like. 2021 so yeah um that was one of the last christmases she spent with us and it was just really funny it was just such a yeah very we played a lot of fun games as well so yeah it was so great 2011 that would be around about yeah well, 2011 yeah so like enter sandman and that kind of stuff should be should be really on it oh yeah she was totally on it oh know? nice well, yeah i think my best i think my best christmas memory would have been the would have been 2000 and uh, i i think the i think this was i was the most i think this is i think it would probably be 2006 because what well, 2006 because that year my auntie had part my auntie passed away at 40 years old and we just had all the fact like there was just it was just you know it, was, it wasn't just like christmas day it was like the christmas period where like we saw literally all the family and i think that was the year where i just felt the most grateful to have well for life yeah and like for and just our family around you no and i think that's what christmas means to me i don't really care about presents it's actually about spending time with your family so that's it it's nice but if you buy me a sock again you know not you, but <laughs> if you buy me a jumper again i'm gonna get a bit no no i don't actually care to be honest i really no. don't it's not here's the thing like, i'm at the we're at the age now we kind of need socks and jumpers so yeah i'm like actually Boys. thank you you know i'm getting holes in my current socks you know can't afford to pay the rent so i'm gonna it's rent or clothes so scott uh, what's your favorite christmas memory uh favorite christmas memory i, pr- I got a um i got a, a motorbike when I was, uh, yeah, my dad, my dad was a motorcycle enthusiast. So I think the the day he brought back this motorbike, uh, and yeah, my brain just exploded. How old were you at the time? I think I was about five. Yeah. Wow. This little Pee Wee Fifty motorbike. Oh my god. I, I, I had a it was, I had a privileged time back. I, I, I'm still trying to work <laughs> out. Before the divorce. I'm trying, I, I'm trying to work out whether you're trying to describe another film or not. And if so, I really want to see this film. Yeah, and I used that motorbike to uh, air over the fence and uh, escape and from a prisoner of war camp. <laughs> and your dad was and your dad had to go to every single toy store and fight off um fight off a postman <laughs> to make sure he got make sure he got you that but make sure yeah. he got you that motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was. Um, yeah, that was that was a game changer of a of a Christmas present. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, my siblings were very jealous, and that was even better. Older, <laughs> have, you got, have you got older or younger siblings? I've got two older sisters, but you know they were they weren't into motorcycles and stuff, you know. Nah, so pff, screw them. Yeah, screw. Yeah. I mean, nah, they're probably lovely people, but like. <laughs> 
He's, he, you're allowed to say that. I'm not allowed to say that. Yeah, they're fucking lovely people. Uh, so, the reason, the the crux of this episode, other than talking about Christmas and all that kind of nonsense, actually, actually, no, screw that. We're gonna, we're gonna move. We're gonna, we're, we're still, we're not gonna do the thing just yet. What's been your highlight and your low light this year? Well, my highlight was doing my first spot at the Comedy Store, which was absolutely incredible. Honestly, the best experience. Yeah, amazing. It was one of the best experiences of my life. Mm. And what was even better about it is the guy, the owner there, really liked me so much that I'm going to have another spot there. So it's all very exciting stuff. So that was definitely the highlight. When do you want? Don't know yet because he's got a backlog of about all these. Like, I think there was another comic that round uh, Sam Serrano that mm-hmm. it was about six months before they then got offered another spot. So I think sometimes it can take time, but yeah. you still you still got the spot. But I think because they have so many comics doing it, you know, they, they go through the gong shows, they do the open spots, and if they do really well, you're on their radar. And it's mm. but yeah, it's very exciting stuff. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. So that's your high, that's your highlight. Yeah. All right. I think <laughs> for me, my high, one of my highlights of the year would be interviewing Ethan Lawrence. And that's because amazing. that was one thing. It was um um one I'd watched the show that he I've watched Bad Education when I was a kid, and it was just great to see someone who I've watched as a child as a as a to be sitting as a as a as a twenty. Well, I was twenty at the time. But when, Still, yeah. yeah, yeah, um, and just to get a really good insight into what it was like doing that, but also, um, I think from doing that episode, I definitely changed, I definitely leveled up, and mm. I feel, I personally feel like I now know the direction of which I want this show to go in, and it won't always go in that, it won't no, always go there, not. but. I know exactly how I want most episodes to feel like. And I think we're there with this episode. I'm not going to tell you how it is, but I think we're there. <laughs> no, it's, it's, a, it's a lovely show to be on. Yeah, so, it is. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Scott, what's been your highlight this year? Um, I guess kind of the things coming back has been great. You know, uh, having jobs come back, doing like the hosting, having more of a role here and the uh, comedy shows kind of coming back to big audiences and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, yeah, landed a couple of cool gigs and ah, just where back from Austria. That oh. was fun. Did a little Austrian kind of tour oh, thing. Amazing. No sold out shows or anything. There was nine people in my half an hour show, including, oh, including yeah, the but promoter. It's, but it's the experience. Listen, dude, it? that's about seven more people than you get at London open mics. So <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I was. Yeah, and so, Carl's Edinburgh. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm well, joking. well. <laughs> but yeah, I guess things just kind of coming back. I suppose is the. It's been a highlight, I suppose. That's been, that's cool. So what's been your low point of this year, Mark? <laughs> I think you know. Um, I don't. I genuinely don't. Um, there have been so many that we talked about over the years. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? Do you know what? I mean, I've had a, like, comedy's been really amazing for me, but my personal life is, yeah, um, just a really uh, shitty breakup, to be honest. And... Which I am actually genuinely getting there before, uh, because it was just we were together for a couple of years and it just ended really badly. And yeah. I think when you're, because when lockdown happened, we've seen each other every day and we start, you know, when you start to see the cracks and it was like, yeah. we basically basically moved in and we've seen each other every day and then we realized, oh, yeah, this isn't right at all. Mm. But yeah, so that was pretty bad. Mm. Yeah. 
Okay, that's that's that's. I'd say that's up there. Yeah. I'd, say, I'd say that qualifies yeah. as, a, as a as a as a low point of the year. Um, yeah. I think my low. I think my low point of the year would be the time where we went back into lockdown. Oh God, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't like the first. It wasn't like the first time where it was completely awful, but it was just. Why we do? Why are we still here? Why are we still in this situation? Yeah, and why hasn't this been handled much properly? better yeah. than it should have been? Yeah, um, and it was like, okay, I'm allowed to go and do my job where I'm with quite a few people. Yeah, exactly. from different households. Yeah, but I wasn't allowed to sit in a room with you three. I just and it didn't make any. So it made no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah. And I was allowed to be on public transport where even though I was masked up at the time, it was still able to be transmitted. But I wasn't allowed to go and sit in a comedy club or, or in a green room and perform yeah. in front of in, in front of like how many people. Anyway, that, that's that's mad, isn't it? It really yeah. is. Uh yeah. It just didn't make any sense. No, like, no, <laughs> it was it was it was so all over the place, it really was. Mm. Um, but now there's there's rumours of another. No, uh, shut up! Shut up! <laughs> shut up! <laughs> Look, by the time this ends, no, we're no, going to be. No, 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 we're not do- like we're not doing this. We're not. We're not going. We're not. No we're negativity. Not, we're, not you manif- know. we're not. Well, but negativity is <laughs> fine. But like, we're not manifesting that again. We're not that manifesting. demon. <laughs> yeah, that is staying way in the in the lamp. Okay, we're not rubbing the lamp anymore. Scott, what's been your low point of this year? <laughs> um. Yeah. I. I guess. <laughs> God damn the, the the travel restrictions, the yeah. the stress of uh the vaccine stuff, you know, the people um I'm I'm deep down the rabbit hole for of conspiracies. So like, you know, yeah. for me seeing all the kind of uh the new lockdowns and the kind of two tiered society just oh just puts me in this scary place of yeah. end times and new world order takeover and stuff. So uh, maybe I have those moments. <laughs> but yeah. I just try to try try not to think about that too much. Yeah. But the thing you have access the problem is you're in lockdown and then literally you spend your days just reading all sorts of mm. bizarre articles and it then gets into your head and down just, the rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. down the rabbit Whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I think yeah. what really helped me was like from I think July last year, I just decided I'm not watching the news anymore and yeah. I'm not reading the news, yeah. So, and I've not done that and I've not watched the news or read the news for nearly a year and a half now. And Jesus Christ, my mental health is a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I haven't watched the news in a long time. No. I, I literally get my updates from the old message I get on WhatsApp going, oh, look, that's what happened. Okay, yeah, I'll just ignore it. Yeah. And just throw yourself into things you love doing, mm. and that really helps, I think. So what do you hope to get out of 2022? Well, um, obviously, hopefully doing another spot at the comedy store, which would be really great. Um, mm-hmm. Also, as well, um, got show coming up in Brighton that I'm working on, Brighton oh. Fringe and Is that confirmed or is that? Uh well yeah, we're applying for it this week, but it should be all um confirmed. I need to speak to you about that because I need to 
I'm applying as well, and I need to like figure out how to actually do it. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's um, yeah, it's it's, it's weird. All right, it's come. a weird one. And yeah. and then obviously, yeah, Edinburgh as well. Um, definitely planned on doing that for a couple of weeks, just trying to work out all the um links there. But yeah, just keep going with the comedy, trying to rebuild my night. Um, want to do spend more time with my family because I feel like. I haven't spent enough time with him this year. Mm. And a lot of that's to do with lockdown. A lot of that's to do with, I've been very focused. You hate them, don't you? Is that- <laughs> no, I love them. I actually <laughs> love my family. I'm very close to them. But uh, I think here is this thing of, we all have our separate lives and the older yeah. you get, it's so hard to maintain that. So on a personal level, just to sp- spend more time with family yeah. again. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think what I want to get out of 2022 is just maintaining more connections with friends yes um because i had someone who i was in nursery who i was in nursery all the way through to all the way through to year 13 with passed away from cancer last week i was like oh my god yeah we didn't really have obviously much of a relationship or Mm. friendship after school but it's like oh right this is a bit of a wake-up call that your friendships are important and this year or this coming year that you need to properly work on that and keep communicating because not uh, because friendships fizzle out and you don't want that to necessarily happen and also you don't want to be because you're always like why haven't they contacted me but on the other hand why haven't you contacted them yes exactly so yeah this really is therapy now isn't it We've this really, really got- is therapy <laughs> like I mean I'm not sure if you can guess what we do as a job but yeah. I mean, let's not go down that no, no, no. Let's, let's let's leave that one out. Yeah, let's let us let us let's park. It's that. off the table. It's off, it's the, off table. the table. Completely off the um, table. Yeah. Also, I just want to. I'm looking forward to seeing this grow. Yes, I'm actually excited for this. I'm excited for you because I think this is a you're molding this into a very lovely podcast. You know, I, and yeah, I'm doing yeah, and I think I've got an idea about how I want it to go for next year. Brilliant and. It may not be the most lucrative for next year. That'll be 2023. From but but at least you have goals and at least you have things in place you want to be doing to get to that yeah. point. And that's, I think, putting things into perspective as well. Because mm. sometimes when you do really well at something, it's like, oh, you get carried away and it's just like, and then you don't do well at something. And then it's like, oh, no, what? comedy yeah. <laughs> um, no no it's just true but it's about putting things into perspective and just looking at how far you've come in the last year i know i've grown as a person personally professionally and um and it sounds like you've done the same as well so i think it's about putting that into perspective yeah we've both achieved a lot this year in different ways mm. and now it's just progressing so yeah scott how about you you're uh where do you want to be in 2022 what uh, do you want to well what do you want to get out of it um sequel to die hard (laughs) (laughs) um yeah just i I don't know i kind of feel like a wave of motivation is kind of coming now um yeah i'm kind of like trying to look after myself a bit more and Mm -hmm. not do so much um uh what's the word kind of self-sabotage kind of stuff yeah oh god yeah and uh yeah just trying to work yeah work working on myself i guess and trying to I don't know, get funnier and get more gigs and that general thing really mm. self-sabotage is a bitch though isn't it oh yeah <laughs> ah. we've all done it 
<laughs> done it. Still, <laughs> still doing it. Still in there. Doing no. it now, actually. <laughs> ah, doing. Ah, but let's nah. move away from that. Let's move away from that. So the crux of why we're here. Yeah, it's a Christmas special, right? Woo-hoo. And what better way to spend a few, well, to spend Christmas than with um, uh, uh, one of the TV's most famous families. The Simpsons. I bloody love this one, but you know what? Because what, so- what was your fear, by the way? Remember, tell people what your fear was. That you were going to make me watch the Mrs. Brown's Voice Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> because I loathe that. You know how... Like, the, the ongoing joke is you get me on this podcast to watch that shit over and over and over again. <laughs> and that is... That is... Ther- that I needed therapy after that. Yeah, but I'm just so glad you got me to watch something I actually enjoy watching for okay. once. Oh, do, oh, oh, do you enjoy watching it? We'll yeah. fight, we'll fight. Do you know what? Okay. I, I, the Simpsons for me was always one of those things as a kid I took for granted. That was mm. just on. Oh, BBC Two, 6pm Simpsons. Yeah. And that was it, right? But then you watch it back and you think, this was a bloody good show. And you don't realise it when you're a kid. Yeah. But when you get older, it's like, whoa, there's some dark stuff in there. And oh, there is some layered stuff going oh, yeah. on as and well. Like, and like you don't notice like the little <laughs> things like the like the writing on the on the blackboard. I now I now pause it every time yeah, just, just to, to see, see what, what it, it is. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's true. Oh, it's amazing. I love it. Uh, so what we did was I got Mark to watch four particular Christmas episodes of The Simpsons, so from di- various different seasons. We're going to talk about those episodes, and we're going to rank, and we're going to rank them. Scott, if you've seen them, jump in, like jump in. Sure. All right, let's start. So I've made, no- I've made notes because we are profesh here. Um, we're going to start. I, I, I've with... totally <clears throat> made notes. Okay, so Miracle on Evergreen Terrace, so season nine. Yes. All right. So the story of so the story of this is Bart is he burns he burns down the plastic Christmas tree, and it becomes a national it becomes a national news thing. He lies by saying that it was a burglar, and the whole town rallies around yeah. to help save the Simpsons. I I thought that this was a cracking episode from the beginning. Oh yeah, absolutely. Straight away hit the ground running. It really did. I mean. Um, yeah, sorry. Why did you think so? Well, I just think they're, they're already setting up for something like this as well. Mm. Plastic tree. Bart was going to go down there in the middle of the night. Yeah. It was all going to plan, but you knew something terrible was going to go wrong. Yeah. Um, But it was just that, yeah, it just made you want to watch from the very beginning. And it yeah. was that, it kind of set it up, really. I love the, uh, the blackboard writing on this because it was Rudolph's nose is not alcohol related. <laughs> which is it's a classic it's a it's a classic it's a lovely line it's a lovely line and it's a and it's just it's something that people have thought of before but not in that not written in that way i don't think yeah and it's the fact that an eight-year-old kid wrote that you know oh yeah he's he is is he eight or is he ten Oh, God, no. There's Lisa, Lisa A and Bart 10. I don't know. I always get confused. I think that. Bart is 10 and Lisa's 8 and Maggie's like, like 6 months. 6 months to eat. Yeah. How, how old do you know? I think you know? what's scary is someone said the other day, like, I'm 34 and I think Homer was 36, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, still is 36. He's been yeah. 36 for like yeah. how many years? God, no. Yeah, well, for forever, really. Like nearly, like, well, nearly, 40, nearly 40 years, jeez. Jesus. Okay, another thing, just a side note. How 
similar actually crusty the clown and homer look in terms of their faces if you took away crusty's makeup he's just homer yeah well he's, so I don't he's, know, I that he's homer but more successful yeah and sorry is there something i never really noticed before until and the thing is well crusty is jewish yeah yeah so uh crusty's jewish so that's why his skin complexion is more um more more pale more pa- more pale than more pale than homer's Homer's yeah um but yeah, other than that, he is just a more successful Homer Simpson. He is yeah. a more successful Homer Simpson. Yeah. Is Krusty's complexion not just the same, the yellow, but he's just wearing clown makeup? Yeah, I thought that. Well, he's never... Has he, he ever out of his makeup? Has he he ever- is. There was an episode. Really? There was, yeah, there was. Uh, it was when he basically, I think he got cancelled or something. Ah. <laughs> or something was Krusty gets cancelled. Yeah, it was. I think it was the episode that was I, called. I yeah. remember seeing that, but I can't remember him not i can't i just can't picture him not in his on his in his clown clown no, but actually no but i do think he did have more pale complexion actually i do think he did okay well yeah. that, was anyway, very, sorry, that was a very sorry, interesting sorry, rabbit hole sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, it kind of does raise a point because i do remember having a conversation like years ago with my cousin <coughs> about why everyone in the simpsons is yellow yeah. apart from um, Doctor H- Doctor Hibbert and Apu, yeah, and the- and um, Apu's wives and Doctor Hibbert's wife and kids, and is that I I still don't I, actually well apart from Sideshow Mel as well, yeah, but again yeah. it's that makeup. I don't know, I actually don't know. Well, I mean, Doctor Hibbert, that's not makeup. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, considering how they're co- considering their casting choices, it might be. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Uh, oh, right. Well, we just went down. We definitely went went down place. that route. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. I, th- I just thought it was a cracking episode. I loved it. I loved it. I mean, I like the fact that even though they kind of learn the meaning of Christmas at the end of it, right? They're still they. It's still not a positive ending for them. No, yeah, they have all their things stolen. And you know, I loved about as well. It's just a lovely little thing Mr. Burns did as well when they were giving all their uh, money to him. He just gave him like a, <laughs> does anyone have change for this button? Yeah. And I thought it was such a wonderful line. I was like, yes, that is Mr. Burns in a nutshell. <laughs> I just loved um, the I love the scene in the beginning where they're at <clears throat> where they're at the um, where they're at the shop. And Homer takes all the and he Homer oh, asks yeah. like cash, cash register assistant. And um, I'm not going to ruin the gag for anyone, but it's it's the most Homer thing that you can actually think of. And it's just a just a genius way of getting your Christmas shopping <laughs> and early. It's like <laughs> I'm going to try that because yeah. it's technically not shoplifting. It's technically not. No, because he was putting the money in the till. But yeah, yeah, it may not have been his money though. Oh yeah, that's true. But still, it's. <sighs> I loved I, it. I, feel like I thought it was very feel... clever for Homer as well. Yeah. I thought that was really clever for someone like Homer. Well, but actually, Homer's more clever than people give him credit for. Yeah, he's an idiot who just happens to stumble across the right thing. And he's just the everyman. Yeah. yeah. Isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen that episode, Scott? Uh, yeah, it's definitely in there. It's definitely in. I've seen it at some point. Okay. Cool. Over the years. Cool. Cool stuff, man. Good talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's move on. Uh, Kill Gill Volume 1 and Volume oh, 2 This was I felt really sorry for Gill But then at the same time it's Yeah I don't know when he was pers- Sort of work out 
was the character he just putting it on all the time, or was it a bit of both? Was he actually ill, or was he faking it? Um, I think that he was—he's just a loser who manages to do well for very short periods of time, and then and yeah. then loses everything again because he can't again. He can't sustain it. He's a self sabot. He just bring it back to self sabotage. Yeah. He self he self sabotages. But I love how this um, episode like. It was a nice loop to it. Yeah. Like, it all went back to the, oh, Gil lost his job because of the Simpsons. Yeah. They put him up. Then Gil lost his job because of the Simpsons, and then he put him up. But it, it, but yeah. it's just, it was a nice little round in, that round ending. Sort it of ended thing. in, it ended, it end, yeah. It tied in nicely. It was a vicious circle. Yeah. A vicious circle, and it tied in, it tied in, quite, it tied in quite well. Yeah. Um, but I've never met a mall Santa who's that nice. Yeah, like I'm sorry. Who would if you know, like who would actually go and get Lisa that Barbie? <laughs> like who really would? Like of all the Santas, like no, I've never like even when we I used to do Santa's Grotto. Santa was never that nice. It was like, what do you want for Christmas? Oh, I want a big WWF wrestling ring. Yeah, sounds that cool. Um, Did you ever pull a beard off? No, not that I know of. Not that I remember. I don't remember pulling a beard. I've off. been dared to, but I never did. Mm. Because I knew this Santa wasn't real. Yeah, not that Santa. If kids are you listening, <laughs> Santa is still real, but Santa's grotto is not real. Have you? Did you ever pull a beard off, Scott? Um, you no. Start, you, you, uh, I was I was always respectful when I was visiting because uh, I I appreciated the craft of acting. Yeah, uh, ah, I knew yeah, I knew yeah. they weren't real. Yeah, I I just played along with it. Yeah, maybe for yeah. the kids, and because you know you, you're gonna get a little present, a little yeah, that's it, rubbish l- landfill present. Yeah, <laughs> you know one of those from the pound shop that was obviously <laughs> bought at the pound shop. But I did, I did believe in Santa too late. I think was it so yesterday? Uh, it yeah. was. I was, I was nine, but I was very much at school, and people being like, "You're an idiot. He's not real." And I was like, "No, but my mum wouldn't lie. She wouldn't lie." <laughs> oh. I think it's a, it's that's so mental, isn't it? It's like the first yeah. form of kind of brainwashing, like. Yeah, it really would, is. Would you? Okay, this is gonna be a re- we're gonna we're gonna veer off a little bit. Would you too? If and when you have kids, mm-hmm. are you going to tell them that Santa's real? Because I think there's a lot, I think the magic behind it is lovely. Like, my nephews are going through that at the moment. They're six and three, and they absolutely love the idea of writing to Santa, uh, putting the carrots and the mince pies at the fireplace, even though it's not a fireplace. So, what they do, they put it by the door. Um, but I love all that because I, I, I see that they're, they're really into it. And mm. I was really into it. I swore one evening I heard sleigh bells outside my. Okay. Um, but I was very late as well to the whole Santa not being real game to the point where the 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 month before i started secondary school uh my two older brothers said to my mum you need to tell mark (laughs) because he's gonna get bullied the shit out of like and i was like i don't want to break his heart but you need to rip off that band-aid and oh i burst my i burst out crying i'm not i'm gonna be yeah it was it was one of the most traumatic experiences of my (laughs) life being told santa's not real and i was 11 like it was so horrible i had to be told i was that gullible i told my mom at four years old that santa wasn't real no (laughs) how did you suss it though what i was i was was in reception uh, at school and i just came back one day i said mom santa's not real she's just like nope but then was there no did you like i don't know catch 
your mum and dad put the presents down? No, or? I just had a conversation. I think I just had a conversation with some with another <laughs> kid, and then I just came home to my mum was like, "Look, Santa's not real, is he?" I love how mature you were as a four-year-old that you'd have a philo- philosophical discussion. Is Santa real? Oh, I don't know. No, it wasn't. It wasn't, a, it, play, was, yeah. it wasn't a discussion. It was a very matter-of-fact thing. Look, woman, he's not real, is he? <laughs> no. Am I still? Gonna, but he's still going to get presents. Okay, great, fine. Fine, cool, I'll play along. Yeah, cool. No, I didn't play along, I wouldn't play along, but it's like, you know, i still got stocking presents and stuff, but, you know, yeah. that was the main thing, wasn't it? How about you, Scott? Are you going to tell your kids? Um, I'm 100% not going to tell them that uh, there's a mythical man that comes and has links from <laughs> pagan rituals. Thank you. I'm, I'm definitely not. I think the whole thing is absolute l- ludicrous. <laughs> yes, I am so with you, my man. I, was, I thought, you know, I was so nervous, right? I thought that I was going to be like the the lone wolf in a in a herd of well sheep. But obviously, See, I don't think you've earned that Christmas jumper. I really don't. <laughs> I may be not wearing the Christmas jumper, but I'm the most Christmassy out of you two. Like. Listen, I believe in peace on earth, and I believe in giving and giving and gifts and all that kind of stuff. However, telling someone else, telling some, my kids that another man has done my has done my job, no way, sir, no way. You can still get them presents as you. They'll still respect you but they wouldn't know it's me i want the validation that's what i want you are a comedian aren't you jesus yeah, well, <laughs> well some might say. loosely loosely terms some, some, some might say yes well uh, but yeah going back to this episode i yeah I, 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 there were times I felt really sorry for Gil, but I loved how we saw an insight into marge's she couldn't say no wasn't there a joke at one point, that's why she's got three kids. Yeah. Someone made that joke, didn't they? That's I thought, what, that's, Whoa, that's, that, is... that was Homer that made that joke. Yeah, and I was like, wow. Well, <laughs> it is, it is a, it's a family sitcom in that it is technically something families can sit down and watch. Yeah. But there are going to be jokes in there because kids are going to be watching the animation and that's going to be that that jokes like that are going to be slid in yeah, yeah and that's what i love i love the throwaway lines in it that kids might not necessarily pick up on that but as you said when you're an adult and i love that i love cartoons that are relatable to both kids and adults i think that's well written you know it's well written when it's universally relatable yeah so yeah oh it was great it's just throwaway lines like that i loved i think and because that season this is season 18 yeah right the gra- this is where the graphics really have started to pop yeah because this is when they, they i think they moved from dolby surround to dolby to dolby digital yeah so you can really tell that the budget's definitely been upped and for better or for worse the animation is definitely the animation has definitely changed oh yeah definitely um I'm not sure if it was this episode, but wasn't there this episode? You know when they have the credit scenes mm. and all the things at the start, there was like a, almost a live drawing yes. and where, but it was really trippy. Mm. And I know someone that was, was that was that was the next episode. We're gonna... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, well, you're getting ahead of yourself. Um, yeah. I think my favorite gag in that whole episode was when in the beginning when they're at the when they're at the arena and they're watching um, (laughs) they're watching crusty on ice (laughs) and it's a very it's a very quick gag but what um it cuts back to the it cuts back to the outside the outside of the arena where it says the prices 
and oh yeah this the pr- is brilliant and, this is and, wonderful and the price di- and the price difference <laughs> between an adult and a and a child's ticket. I'm not going to say what it is, but it's, I mean if you, you watch this episode because I want to see because I spotted that straight yeah. when I was like, oh that's good, yes, that's good, <laughs> that's really good. But then that just speaks so like again, it talks about uh, that's a commentary on our consumer society. Yeah. And I think there was a lot of that. There's a lot of those underlying messages about that. Mm. Um, also, as well, the, how those characters in Krusty or I sort of came to life in a weird way like that. Yeah. That Grouch, who I think was meant to be the Grinch. Yes. And then Homer and him. Who turns out actually to be a real creature thing. An actual real creature. <laughs> and I was just like, whoa, it's got surreal. But I quite liked it. There. Did you not get, like, from that, from. So the the relationship with that Grouch slash Grinch, the the Grinch knockoff thing and Homer, right? Did you not get a little bit of Peter and the Chicken vibes? Yes. Oh my god! And do you know again? This is I've I've had conversations with other comics about what's better, Family Guy or The Simpsons. And actually, no, this is this is a few years ago. It wasn't even a comic. Another a fellow work a human, a human, a being, (laughs) without. I think that's what they're called. They're called human beings, and they don't have these therapy sessions. (laughs) Um, But what he was saying was. the Sim- uh, Family Guy ripped off The Simpsons so many times, and actually, The Simpsons was the original. But then again, The Simpsons ripped off The Flintstones. Did they? Yeah. And also, um, Wait Till Your Father Gets Home. See, I'm big into like the animation sitcom world. Like, as yeah, well. yeah, yeah. So, Wait Till Your, wait to your yeah. Father Gets Home, um, all the... Um, yeah, Simpsons wasn't. I mean, obviously that's the the one that everyone thinks about. However, there are mm. so many others that you can fit. Yeah. That, you, that you can talk that you can talk about. I'm gonna have to go back and watch the Flintstones. <laughs> I, ju- I, I, I just want to get that comparison, but there was that going on, and also, all right. Well, I will say one thing: how cruel they are to Grandpa. Maybe that was. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I look back on that and go, maybe that is a, that, maybe that's a take on how Americans really don't care about their elderly. That's a commentary about how the Western society doesn't care about them. Yeah, you know, I agree. It was just like, it was like, oh, can I stay? No, there's a cab outside, Grandma. Uh, Grandpa, there's a cab. Um, I haven't given you a present. Your present is leaving. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, wow! That is... God. Oh, that is quite, that is, it's mean, but it's funny at the same time. It is funny, but it's, it's a bit dark as well. That's what I mean about the dark stuff. But then that's a commentary on the Western fam, on the Western nuclear family, is it not? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they, they, they just leave the elderly and not bother with them and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah. But I just thought, the more you watch it, you see the character dynamics and you, you analyze it a bit more. Um, as an adult, especially. Yeah, when you're an adult, you, you, you do analyse these things a bit more. But then when you're a kid, it's just like, oh, they're cool to grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. That's... I, I loved it. It was a brilliant episode. I thought it was brilliant. So, finally, let's get to this bad boy right here. Yeah, the, 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 the trippy introduction. Uh, yeah. So... Reminded me of something from Space Oddity or something. It was... <laughs> I don't get why they called it, because this is season 32 now, right? I don't, other than to kind of, you know, cash in on a very similar uh, titled show, I don't really understand why they called it Manger Things. No, I don't get that. 
But then, then there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, sitcoms that do that now that call something something when it's nothing to do with that. Like if you look at Always Sunny in Philadelphia, that's very yeah. similar. They they call something like it's a parody of something else. Yeah, that's a very common theme in sitcoms now. I've noticed, mm. yeah. and I think they're just and it's just just going along with the trend. Okay. Um, what are your? Th- this is the first ever episode of season thirty-two that I've seen. So, mm. what? First of all, have you? Uh, are you? Have you watched much of the li- the later seasons, Scott? No, I, I don't think I've been watching The Simpsons since um yeah since the six o'clock Channel Four days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Channel yeah. Two, BBC Two, BBC Two. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah, the yeah, one. Yeah. Okay. Um, it gets a lot of hate, doesn't it? It does. And okay, well, 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 yeah. So. Why do you think it gets as much hate as it does? I think because uh, there's a lot of old gags, which they keep going, but what I quite like. Uh, but I I don't know. Maybe I think we're just a more cynical society, I think. I don't know. But I, th- I, I think they do try to modernise things a bit, like Homer talks about his data plan or Wi-Fi yeah. and stuff in this. And maybe people think, oh no, this is just done. This is weird. Homer talking about this, and mm. and and because there's still like a, there's still this '90s TV family, and it's just weird them being in the modern world. Maybe that's why people hate it. I don't know. I still really enjoy it. I think for me, they kind of occasion. Okay, from judging from this episode. What they occasionally do is they'll have a really good line and then they'll labor it with a cut with a cutaway scene. Yeah. So in some ways, they're trying to the Simpsons writers maybe trying to emulate Family Guy. Family Guy, yeah. Like because there's a scene where Mo talks about um, the the room in Homer's the upper room in Homer's garage. Oh, by the way, Mo's an ass, like a proper arsehole in this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's always been an arsehole. Yes, but wow. I mean, we saw some proper examples, like yeah. taking holding the passports of the Irish immigrants that was yeah. taken in the attic. I was like, <laughs> what? Um, Again, take on he, modern he, America. He had a, <laughs> but, he, but he had a good line saying, "Oh yeah, I rented out some Irish. I rented out some um, yeah, Irish it's immigrants." A good line, yeah. It's a good line. It didn't then need the cutaway scene. No, I don't think the, the Irish the Irish immigrants. No, I think that. But it's too much. Yeah. If Anything, if this episode is anything to go by, right, then season 32 is still bloody good. Well, okay, so because I, I watch this on Disney Plus. So, uh, <laughs> as, uh, uh, so I love how we, I love how we just, uh, we said it again. We're not going to mention any brands. Oh, in yeah. Case, in, case, in case they want to sponsor them, we don't want to give them any free advertising. Where did you watch it, Mark? Well, I watched well. it on Prisney. Glass. Pretty that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no one will suspect a thing. Uh, no. no, no. But I watch. So, when was season 32? How many seasons? What sort of work out? How this, many is, se- this is. Season 32 is the latest one. Oh, the latest one. Wait, actually, no. Season 33 is the one that's now airing in America. Season 32, 32. It, it was released this year, but. Because um, this was the 700th episode, wasn't it? It was, yeah. And the, I, I love the fact they had snaps from like all the characters at yeah. the end. I quite all the Polaroids of the yeah. characters. Yeah. Like an ode to all the characters over the years. I quite like that. That was a lovely little nostalgic touch. I really didn't like the fact there wasn't a couch gag. 
I know it's really, yeah. I'm really panicky about it, but I really love, I watched the Simpsons introduction, yeah. like from start to finish. And the couch thing. Is- the the blackboard gag and the couch gag, and also you look at the, and the, well, when they, if they still do it, the number on the, on the cash, on the cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they didn't do it. And I think for me, that's uh and I get, I understand, I understand why, because they're looking back on this. They're looking. It was an episode where they are essentially doing "It's a Wonderful Life." Right? Yeah. And they are looking back on The Simpsons, and I understand why they did. They opened it how they did, but it just didn't. It just I, it set it off wrong for me. Yeah, I get what you mean. Uh, well, that's what I said. It was a really weird mm. introduction. I was like, oh god, is this going to be? So already straight away, you're feeling a yeah. bit unsure, uneasy. Yeah, it is. It takes you out that comfort zone, but at the same time, you have to understand that there's just a seven hundred. Do I have to understand? I have to understand. Well, no, no. I mean, or or you need to consider that this is a seven hundred episode, and, I know. and and. Writing 699 counts gags must have been very difficult, yeah. actually. But and, and and you will end up repeating it. And then people will complain that, oh, no, they're repeating this. And it's just like, it was a weird instruction. I think they need to look at that again. Yeah. And maybe they need to modernize the couch sequence. Which, maybe. They, have, which they have done, I think, from yeah. ones that I've seen. Um, but I love the, I won't give away the reveal, but I love the reveal in this. Hmm. Because <laughs> it may, it creates that connection more so between the Flanders and the Simpsons. Yes, it does, and it's it is. Re- you get to see Maud Flanders again, which is but in a, in a very interesting light. Oh, very interesting light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't feel so sad that she's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't go that far. But <laughs> Christ, yeah, I'm glad she's like. What, how does she die again? Like fall off a something like that. Fall off something. How did, of... how did Maud Flanders die? Do you know? Um. Was it? I thought it was Ned that died. No, it was Maud. Oh, he's, yeah, uh, that's right. That's right. She was shot off the. Uh, she was shot by a t-shirt cannon at a. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. at, a uh, at like some sort of like NASCAR event. Yes, that was it. Yeah. Jesus. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. Man. That's right. Because then you get to see Ned Flanders' <laughs> massive hog in that episode, right? Do you? Yeah. Well, it's kind of censored. He's in the shower, and then like they censor it, and then it's like a big black bar, and then he's like triggered by the term footlong. <laughs> we, find, we find out Ned's packing. Right. I am gonna. Wow. On that note, uh, <laughs> Ned packing. That, that is. <laughs> That's a great way. Oh. Um, Wow, that's an image. Wow. Okay, exactly. Um, holy crap! Where was I going? Where were we going to go from that? Um, but yeah, I love the kind of because the Simpsons and the Flanders, the two, well, the Simpsons, Homer notoriously hates. Yes, but he actually doesn't. Well, he, there's not, a there's a more kind of um, closeness, well, and more, you can see why the Flanders are actually so nice to the Simpsons. Yeah, this. yeah. And why they put up with a lot of Homer's nonsense. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, also, it, well, I don't know. They are kind of like chalk and cheese, aren't they? They are. Yeah. And Flanders, it kind of, for my money, it kind of comes across as, um, I have to do this, not because I want to do this, but because I have to, I have yeah. to, I have to be nice. Not because I want to be, but well, because I, I have, have to be. be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's, 
often a bit but, of a... But they do explore that in previous episodes where one time Flanders has snapped at Homer. Yeah. Because they became really good friends. And it's like, whoa, that's too much for me. No, back off. Yeah. And then they go back to the original dynamic. Mm. But then you get, again, that's why I like seeing uh, there's more of a... Oh, what's the word? 3D dimension to to the, those family dynamics. And I quite like the fact that they're exploring that. Um, mm. You know, Simpsons and Flanders and stuff like that. And I'd like to see more of that, actually. I know and I know this is something that you shouldn't really pick apart because, you know, as people grow older, their voices change. But Julie Yeardley's voice in this, who does the voice of Marge, it... She, I know she's a 71 year old woman and I understand and I completely understand that you can't keep the mod, the voice as it always was it was just a bit jarring for me because it just wasn't because especially after yeah. watching like the earlier seasons just knowing how Marge's cadences go usually I mean in all fairness there's technically a more controversial voice over in the Simpsons isn't there what are you talking about, Mark? Oh, I don't know what I'm talking What could I possibly be talking about? Well, well Apu wasn't in that episode. No, he was. I'm not talking about that episode, but I'm talking about if you're going to pick a part like... Yeah, I know, yeah I, know, I know, Let's I know. Let's put that into context I know, I know. But at the same, It's not the worst thing they've done. I know, done. it's not the worst, it's not the worst <laughs> well, Technically, they haven't done anything. It's just that Julia Yearly's voice is A. Exactly, and yeah. it's, <clears> she can't always... She doesn't always hit the same high octaves yeah, that Marge used to that Marge used to be able to hit. But then Marge is aging. Is she? Well no well I mean that's the sign, isn't it? I know they're not aging as yeah. characters, but that kind of well, it makes sense, hmm. doesn't it? Like because Yeah, I guess I yeah yeah, but I know he's saying I know yeah. there's something very little though. I didn't really notice it too much. Like they, and it's kind of weird knowing that like um, we finished talking. We've generally finished. Um, okay, let's let's rank the episodes first of all before yeah. we go into a little bit more of a rabbit hole. Like, where? How would you rank those three episodes from um, number one's the best and third's the worst? I would say, I would say the number one would be the Gill episode. Okay. Number two would be the. Um, oh, the one before we were talking about. Uh, oh, oh, the Bart's um, burning down the Christmas tree episode, okay. and and number three would be the most mod, the more modern one. And it's not because I didn't like it; it's because I think mm-hmm. I'm more of their old school style, and I think there yeah. was to do with the introductions through me a little bit. Um, I think I'm with you. Apart from, I think it was in. I think for me, it's in the order I watched them. Like not because uh, I think, not because I think the and not just because it was the order I watched them, but I think there was definitely a different quality, well, sort of a different quality. So I think for me, it's going to have to be a miracle on Elm Street. No, not Elm Street. Evergreen That's a different film. Uh, that's a, no, well, that's free advertisement. I just, I didn't advertise anything. I just melded <laughs> together two different franchises. Yeah. Right? Um, so Miracle on Evergreen Terrace. Yeah. Um, Kill Gill Volume One and Volume Two. Yeah. And number three would mm-hmm. be the um, major things. Ma- the yeah. major, major things. Yeah. Um, because I, for me, it was just. First of all, it was how it started off. And yeah. also, I found the animation a little... Like, it's 
it's good don't get me wrong but it's just not how i'm used to seeing the simpsons in like that high definition do you know what'd be really interesting is to you know ask someone who didn't grow up watching the simpsons and then watches a modern day episode um and then and then watches afterwards an older episode and see which they like more. Because I find that because we we grown up with the we're so used to it. Yeah. So when when things are a bit different when they're modernising which they need to, then but again copying the Family Guy things like the throwaway the the cutoff gags the, yeah yeah the cutoff gags. Uh, but then Family Guy have copied them, so I I, I can't I can't really. They've even been been on each other's shows. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd be really fascinated to see someone who's never seen The Simpsons watch a modern one and see what they think. That, that'd be so hard to find someone who's never watched, <laughs> watched The Simpsons. Wow. Okay. So, where do you... Because it's weird to think this, right? But the cast are not young anymore. No. So, they are going to die. Right. No. I know. So they're all do immortal. You, do you they're all reptiles. They're, they're actually those two alien characters from The Simpsons, aren't Scott, they? Do you want to chime in? <laughs> do you want to chime in on this? <laughs> <laughs> well, there is uh, the theory that you know they are potential time travelers because you know they've they've predicted a lot of yeah. things that have happened. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah. They predicted Trump. They predicted Brexit. <laughs> they did. They predicted everything. Yeah. Maybe they are eternal. Ah, Who knows? Maybe. The Eternals. Allegedly. <laughs> was that any good? That was very good, but that's another podcast, I think. That's another podcast and we just advertise another <clears throat> film. Yep. Okay, cool. We're really good at this. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, what were we talking about? So do you think like do you think they'll be able to carry on, say, if Dan Castellanetto and Nancy Cartwright dies? <sighs> no. Because I think getting in a new voice actor, I think it would take people quite a while to get used to mm-hmm. and i think the way they deliver the lines they've made the characters their own yeah i think it'd be very hard for someone to fill in their shoes um so i honestly think they should have put a stop to the simpsons after like 20 odd seasons not because oh i'm one of these uh, modern simpsons is terrible because I, I just think it is going to get to a point where they need to put a stop to it because it will just, it'll get, it will stop being funny. And I don't want the, my image of The Simpsons to stop being well, funny. That's the thing. I don't, for me, I don't think the image of The Simpsons will ever stop being funny. No, but as if, in the modern one, if they, if they just churn it out, then eventually it's going to, people are going to. But gonna, you, know, you do know the older episodes exist. This is true. <laughs> but, but it's a, no, but it will just leave a bad taste. Um, when they do finally bring it, if they do finally bring it to a close, but they end it with a whole new cast doing all these voiceovers, it's just, oh yeah, it won't sit right with me. Yeah, I'm um, with you. How about you, Scott? What do you think? Um, I think if as long as they um, stay relevant and adapt with it, there's uh, there's nothing to say. I, I think if if the you know if they have to change the characters i think or the, the cast sim- or the cast the voiceover yeah, yeah. If, they, if they have to uh, yeah if they, i think they, they keep the characters but just change the the voiceover artist i think it's fair enough the simpsons is a str- or the simpsons is a yeah. strongest uh legacy uh regardless of who's playing the the actors i reckon yeah, probably not, yeah. yeah i agree okay that's a very good counter argument sir yeah 
I, I, I can't argue against that. But do you know it's funny? But well, you're going to anyway. No, listen to, listen no, to I'm not try. going to argue. But it's funny. The only reason I, I stopped watching The Simpsons wasn't because oh it became too modern. It was because um, yeah. I didn't have Sky when I was a kid, and when they moved it over from Channel Four, Channel Two to Sky, mm. that was it. I stopped watching it because I couldn't. We couldn't afford Sky in our household, so it's like, yeah, fair enough. But yeah, that's literally, literally why I stopped watching it mm. and for no other reason than accessibility. But now it's like all these streaming services. You can just yeah, which we're not going to name. <laughs> which we're not going to name. No, okay. Well, right. I'm just named Sky, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but fuck them. <laughs> Fuck Murdoch, fuck all, fuck him. Yeah, um, F- so fuck all them. <laughs> I believe. I, so, where can people find you, Mark? Um, I'm not gonna give out my address on here. <laughs> um, um, no, so, so yeah. Uh, at M N. Oh fuck! I got a new Twitter. Uh, M N comic it'll, it'll come up on the screen don't worry yeah, yeah cool so you can find me on twitter mark nicholas comedian uh, t- uh instagram mark nicholas 9690 facebook mark nicholas stand-up comedian please check out the disability and mental health comedy night i run called laugh able um i don't want to say what the next one is because i don't know when this is going out so it's probably it's coming out um late december well May, it'll be out after that it'll be out after that after that gig so okay so the next one then would be 7th of january okay. for the live show so keep your eyes peeled for that but yeah that is me okay scott where can they find you uh i'll be here i'm a boxer <laughs> in this hey! area right yeah you can find me on instagram if you want to uh go down the the weird conspiracy rabbit hole with me just i definitely do <laughs> oh, it, I've, I've looked at the instagram and it's very interesting i like it um yeah scott at scott penman and um yeah i'll catch me um doing some shows here nice all right, gentlemen, that is a podcast. Woo! Thank you, Whoa, so, thank you so much for having me as a ah, guest. That's thank, been great. Thank that's you. That's so good, man. I love having a, I like having a co-host. It makes things like way more fun anyway. Um, right, I'll, I'll end record. Sweet. Yeah, it was good. That was Enjoyed great that. fun, man. Yeah.